Welcome to the 2020 Convention of the American Council of the Blind. Good evening. This is Andrea Judici with GDUI, Guide Dog Users Incorporated. And we're totally delighted that you're here this evening for this joint presentation with ADP, the Audio Description Project. A couple of quick announcements from GDUI, just for anyone who's listening. Remember, we do have a very wonderful German Shepherd dog. She's um, about two feet tall. Her name is Zoom. And as is the pleasure with all of the dogs that we raffle off here at GDUI, she doesn't need to go bathroom and she doesn't need to be fed on time and she's never going to throw up in the grocery store. So those are all really cool things that make her something you have to have. I'm really excited that Penny is here with us tonight. Penny's in her final convention as president for us um, this year, and that's really exciting. And Claire Stanley is with us, who's the star. It's kind of like having Angelina Jolie here, you guys. We are so lucky. And um, remember to tune into the newspaper and to your email to find out the other GDUI events on Monday and Tuesday. Thanks so much. Penny, do you want to say anything? Sure. I just want to say hello and welcome, everybody. This is a fabulous series. You're going to love it. And Claire truly is a star. And we just, in GDUI, think that a movie about guide dogs on Independence Day is just a perfect pairing of events. And remember to uh, check out our events on Monday and Tuesday and be grateful to Andrea because she put it all together for us. I just wanted to say that I know that two of us here have dogs from Guide Dogs for the Blind, two of us here on this talk, but it doesn't really matter what school your dog is from because this docuseries and the movie that came before it are in honor of dogs who guide and it is irrelevant what school you're from because this just makes you so understand even better what they do. Exactly. Exactly. And one thing before we get started, if anyone has questions tonight, you, please send them to questions, Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N-S at acb.org. And I will field the questions um, for Claire. Thank you. That's the only way you can ask questions to send them to this email address, questions at acb.org. Um, I had this question from several people actually. How do I get to watch this whole series? Where can I find it? <laughs> That's a great question. So Pick of the Litter was um, produced with Disney um, through Disney Plus. So if, you, uh, if you're not subscribed, you can subscribe to Disney Plus. It's a online uh, provider similar to like Hulu or Netflix. So you pay a monthly subscription. Um, it's six episodes, each are a half hour long. So either if you have Disney Plus, go and look it up. If you don't sign up for Disney Plus, it's totally worth it. Um, it's a lot of fun. You can sit and binge. There are six episodes, each a half hour long. So you can sit and do the three hour binge on Disney Plus if you want. When it first came out, it came out an episode per week. So I had to wait anxiously all week but now you can visit it <laughs> i watched it the other night i watched uh the, the movie and then all three episodes uh, and awesome. disney plus is a bargain it's seven dollars a month yeah it's totally worth it now you mentioned the movie penny and someone asked me about that is it actually a movie also it is a movie the, the first year where they um the puppies are born and they take them from birth through to uh, when they're getting just getting ready to start training uh, and then um, they uh, it ends just when they're almost ready to meet their their new partners um, it's uh it's about I think it's 
90 minutes long. It might be less. I don't remember. So somewhere between an hour and 90 minutes. Yeah. And that's also available on Disney plus if somebody wants to see that. It is. Yeah. I started with the movie because I hadn't actually seen it. And then I, I had seen some of of the, the series, but I watched them again. So it was great. I had a nice evening. Willow and I watched the movie. <laughs> Let me, if I may, for a second, this is Andrea. I, um, with the movie was aired here in Connecticut, and I went to the um, screening and then a- answered questions for the audience. And I went into it thinking, you know, I'm on my sixth dog, and I've been doing this for thirty something years, and I know all about this. It'll be really interesting. But I learned so much. <laughs> I worked for guide dog schools and everything, and I learned so much. It's just fabulous. The the documentary is amazing, as is the series. And then we have another question from Kenzie and her guide dog, Lupita, and she's a first time guide dog user. So, and she wants to know, did you and Tulane find the cameras distracting or did you get used to them? Um, Yeah. So it was, it was a little strange to think that I was followed by a camera crew, Um, but shout out to guide dogs for the blind GDB. They did such a great job you know, working with the camera crew to say, you know, we love that you're here and we get to show off our program. But at the same time, we want to make sure that our clients get the best guide dog training they can. So they made sure that um, it never interfered with my training with my instructors. So uh, it was a great balance. But yes, it was it was weird to be followed by a camera for sure. Um, sometimes you just thinking like, oh, they're watching me is <laughs> a pretty <laughs> yeah. funny experience. But in your bathroom, uh, washing your face. Exactly. I was pretty impressed with that. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I'll tell you at that, that scene, they w- watched me get ready, you know, to go to the airport. And so the one I remember I was brushing my hair too. And, you know, I brushed my hair and I was done and he said, can you keep brushing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I felt he stood there for several minutes, just brushing my hair. <laughs> oh, how funny. Brushing. And then she also wanted to know something interesting that you've learned from or about Tulane. I thought, oh, that's a hard question. Go. Oh, oh I know. I, interesting or fun about Tulane. Um, she loves about or from Tulane. I'm sorry. Something you learned about or from Tulane. Or from Tulane. About or from <laughs> Tulane. Yeah. Uh, you probably know all her favorite treats, I bet. You know, does she like peanut butter or frosty paws? <laughs> um, she loves peanut butter. She loves toys. She is the smallest of all three of my guide dogs that can chew through toys the quickest and the fastest. So <laughs> small but mighty. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a question. Have you ever been recognized or has Tulane ever been recognized? Uh, we have been spotted, not too much, at least people haven't said anything, but it has happened a couple of times. And the first time I thought was the funniest because um, this past winter, I unfortunately broke a, a bone in my foot. But anyway, I was at the orthopedist getting x-rays and getting it checked out. And so, you know, here I am plopped down in a chair, probably looking, you know, all defrazzled. And, and this <laughs> woman comes up to me and says, were you on pick of the litter? <laughs> and I said, well, yes, I was. And she said, my daughter saw you and got so excited and was too embarrassed to ask. So she told me Aww. to ask. <laughs> so that was pretty fun. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, you talk amongst yourself for a minute. I'm just checking to see if we have any more questions. 
Well, I can tell you another sighting I had was um, on Capitol Hill, actually, a couple of the commerce um, staffers that we work with regularly through ACB. Um, I had emailed her to make a, an appointment to talk about some of our ACB um, imperative works that we were imperatives, you know, that we work on every year at a legislative seminar. And I emailed to make an appointment. And one of the women said, of course, we'd love to meet. By the way, I watched you on Pick of the Litter. So oh, wow. great, great inroads for our advocacy at ACP. That's very cool. And yeah. I just got another question. And someone wanted to know if any of the students in your class were hearing impaired. Um, we did not in my class have anybody who was hard of hearing. I know uh, GDB, as well as many of the other schools, have programs for people who are um, blind and deaf or blind and hard of hearing. Um, unfortunately, in my class, there were not, but I, I've known many. I have a good friend who's blind, deaf, deaf blind, who uses a guide dog from seeing eye. So. That's it for the moment on questions. I think everyone was just so blown away and impressed with this. Oh, wait. Um, I've been traveling with a white cane for over 40 years. Um, however, with my mobility, oh, with my mobility skills, you know, having, she's considered a guide dog off and on. And she wants to know what can she do to see if a dog might be right for her? Uh, that's a great question. She can contact um, one of the schools or several um, and um, just call them and ask them to talk with them. And then when she, uh, she decides to apply, um, they will do something called a Juno walk with her, which means one of the trainers will come to her house and meet her and check out her environment. And she'll get a chance to uh, practice walking. She will hold onto the harness and the trainer will pretend he's a dog or she's a dog. And they will. <laughs> travel down the street and that way the trainer will be able to figure out kind of her pace and and what she uh what she needs in the way of a dog and he'll, they'll talk and chat and they'll get to know each other and she can do that with more than one school it doesn't have to be just one and um so the, it's really pretty simple and uh um, and petty and you, can also, you can also we, talk to us and guide dog users and exactly and look at our handbook we have a handbook for prospective guide dog users fabulous handbook yeah, but the other thing, this is Andrea, is just to talk honestly with someone who has a guide dog because something that's really important to remember is that while a guide dog is a mobility tool, as a cane would be or, or the choice to use sighted guide, it's also a lifestyle choice because unlike your cane, your guide dog needs a lot from you. You can't stick your guide dog in the corner and buy him a new tip every few months and they're okay. Well, um, you could, but... You could, but it would be very bad. Um, um, so having an honest conversation because there, I, I would not, I would not choose any other lifestyle, but I absolutely will tell you that it's a lot more complicated than having a cane. Yeah. And so that's an important. I can So our handbook is on Bard, so you can read it. Oh, that's on Bard, and it's called Handbook for the Prospective Guide Dog, Guide user. dog user. And it answers it's available in Braille as well as audio. And also, GDY has several um, email discussion lists. And we are happy if you want to join one of our lists. You do not have to be a member. And then you can talk to anybody you want to about any topic you want to related to dogs. And I can tell you, this is Claire. Um, the first time I ever did a Juno walk was actually at my first ACB convention 13 years ago. So unfortunately, this summer, because we're virtual, it's not the same and you can't do it. Um, but I went to the exhibit hall at my first ACB convention and visited some of the guide dog tables. 
and went up to GDB. And I said, you know, I'm from California. I've heard great things about your school. I think I want to apply, but I've never used guide dog. And one of the women manning the table said, you want to go for a Juno walk? And I said, yeah, I want to go for a Juno walk. <laughs> and right there at my first ACB convention, I got to go out, was in Minneapolis and, and do a Juno walk. So um, again, this summer, unfortunately, because it's virtual, it's the same, but um, at future, future um, uh, conventions, you can go up right to the table of all the schools and talk with them. And I, I did the same thing, actually, in Louisville. Same thing. Walked into the seeing eye table in tears because I'd been lost for the umpteenth time. He also, <laughs> he also wanted to know about trusting a dog. How do how do you learn that trust factor? And that's this, yeah. is, this is Andrea. I can speak to that now. Certainly, okay. I'm, I'm not, and I will never learn. I will never win the Cane Olympics. Um, I can get around competently, um, but I'm not terribly confident as a cane traveler. But I. For me personally, I never had a problem trusting the dog. It's it's like going to a doctor. You know that they've gone to school to get their degree. Um, <laughs> because they've been there, they've gone through a, an apprenticeship program. They're they're certified to be an electrician. It, and I never questioned trusting the dog on a on a molecular molecular level. Every when you get a new dog, you kind of go, okay, is this one gonna be, you know, how's this one gonna think? How's this one gonna communicate to me? But to me, having a partner next to me who has a brain that thinks eyes that see and has gotten a PhD in, in sighted guy <laughs> is way the way to go. So that I never, I personally never had that, the problem of trusting the dog. It's I actually didn't either. People. Well, tr trust grows with, with, uh, you know, as time passes, your trust will grow. You know, when the dog takes you around the trash can or the parking meter or actually stops and, and doesn't let you cross the street and a car just, came by um that really cements your trust yeah. I agree. working with a new guide dog is like having a new co-worker at first you you know you go okay good they were hired because they can do the job and then you like talk to them at the coffee pot you know good morning how are you that's nice and then maybe you have lunch together and then you go out after work for drinks and then all of a sudden you're best friends and you're doing everything that's kind of the the way the relationship develops you have respect from the start but the trust grows it takes about uh, probably at least six months with a new dog, I think, to really get to know each other well um, or well enough. At, you know, the dog learns to know what to expect from you and you learn what to expect from your dog and you know what you need to work on and what's going to be a piece of cake. Um, and then they start reading dog, your mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the end of the first year, they know you so well. They know exactly what coffee shops you like and what bars you like and probably what <laughs> scotch you drink. So. <laughs> I'll tell you guys one of my funny stories. Um, unlike Penny and Andrea, it did take me a little time to trust my dog because it was such a new experience. I'd been using a white cane for so long and, you know, I was, you know, dependent on myself. Um, so it did take a little getting used to and it's just like anything, you just kind of grow into it. But anyway, my funny story was um, I was still in San Rafael training with my first guide back in 08. And we were actually in San Francisco, I believe, the day this happened. And my dog at the time, Corolla, walked up and stopped. And I went, come on, hop up. What are you doing? And she went, okay. And I took a step forward and I fell off a curve. A curve. <laughs> Thankfully, it was just a step, nothing big. But it was kind of that aha, like, trust me, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, so they're great animals. You know, a lot of times when I'm in a, a scary situation, I really do not like to travel on the metro very much anymore. 
Um, and you know, I always, I had a little bit of vision and now it's pretty much gone. And uh, so I just like do this little mantra. I just, you know, trust your dog, trust your dog. And it works. Um, and Willow is very you know, rewarding to trust. So. And we have another question from Sheila asking how much in advance of training did they start filming? Um, so for me, they obviously were in, I'd probably way in advance with the dogs themselves, but I personally found out about a month um, before I left to get um, Tulane. So I was scheduled to leave around Memorial Day um, to go to GDB to get Tulane. And so about a month before I got contacted, and I like to tell this story because it was so funny. I got a call from one of the GDB instructors that I actually knew when I got my last guide dog. So Darren calls up, great guy. So fun to hear from him. And they usually, GDB usually calls you before just to check in and, hey, this is what's going to go down and we're excited to have you. And so I thought it was that call. So I was like, oh, Darren, yeah, I'm excited. And he goes, so I need to tell you something. I'm like, uh oh, what did I do? And then he proceeds to tell me, oh yeah, your dog, you know, has been followed by a camera crew. So it was a pretty funny when I thought I was just getting the routine. We're excited to have you call. And instead it was, we're going to send a camera crew. And they actually came out to DC before I left for um, San Rafael. So that's what you saw um, in the first episode with my guide dog's retirement party and all that. They came to, um, to uh dc first and met me and did all that and then met me up again in california um and i don't think the audio description could convey as much but in that first episode where you meet me um there's actually some camera shots in the acb office so uh clark and kelly and sharon and eric all have a little cameo in there um, all of them are seen so our acb office is also presented proudly in in the jockey series And I also have a question from Nikki asking, she said she's often wondered, how do they make the decision um, whether to um, put the guide dogs into training or put them in the breeding program? Oh, you got to watch the first movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they go through that, like we said at the beginning, there are six episodes and we only were able to air two. So if you watch um, throughout all six episodes, one of the dogs they're considering is being considered for breeding. So uh, Jenna Bullis is the breeding director at GDB, and she talks all about that process. So I'd encourage you to watch the whole series. But just to give a quick overview, it's a very, very specific, scientific, very carefully considered process. And it has to do with every aspect of the dog, physical, emotional, psychological, work ethic, just like you want in a guide dog. You want that even more in a dog that's going to breed. And that was our final question. I think we, I think we have about, about four minutes. five more minutes if yep. we have any last minute questions. I'm checking. Okay. Well, Janet is checking for those questions. I just want to say again, on this is Andrea. On behalf of GDUI, and um, first to thank ADP for joining us as a co-host of this. Claire, thank you so much for being your awesome self and, and willing to share your story and, and how cool to be um, in this docu-series. And to all the guide dog schools for all the work they do, I want to remind everyone to get your, your um, 
raffle ticket for the plush guide dog. I used to say it was a stuffed guide dog, but that made me imagine this taxidermed guide dog on wheels. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plush guide dog. I've got one final question. She'll do anything to make me stop talking. Things. I know, I know. <laughs> I've, I've had a few years of practice. <laughs> um, Allie wants to know, and I bet you're going to say you have to watch the whole series on this, but she wants to know whatever happened to Pacina. Again, you're going to have to. I'm really not giving happy. anything up on that one. Nope, so. I have to watch the series. Yep, we would ruin the ending, so, yep. And um, to close, I want you guys to know that out of all the dogs they followed, um, there is one dog who is the best out of all of them. I'm sorry if anybody says otherwise they're wrong. The best dog out of all of them is indeed Tulane. So <laughs> remember that. I'm sure that's true. <laughs> it's Great. neat we, that, that all four of us have dogs, Janet, and, and all of us. And, and yeah, we yeah. all think it's a fabulous choice a wonderful lifestyle it and really is. if you have any questions at all come and find us at JUI. we're happy to answer questions help solve problems give you emotional support um and be excited with you if you do decide to get a dog yep. for sure absolutely great well thank, thank you everybody for, for tuning all in that you're doing sorry claire oh no <laughs> Perfect. Just thank you to ACB for making this is this was a very new experience this virtual convention and it's hard I'm used to having you know when you can see they say look at the crowd and pretend that you know everybody and when you can't see you listen for laughter and thankfully my my colleagues here on this panel have laughed because I would be lost if I didn't think people were laughing. Yeah, it's really strange, isn't it? But, but it's going so well. I see it is. And you guys are doing an amazing job. job. So thank and we you. Have, so much. We have one more question so I can okay. interrupt Andrea again and. This person wants to know if it is confusing for the dogs to see their puppy raisers after they've bonded with their. They all seem to be absolutely thrilled in the movie. I mean, it doesn't seem at all confusing. They're just happy, happy, happy. No, it's they yeah, watch see their puppy raiser and they get all excited and then they turn back and they go, okay, that was great, but this is my person now. I have, this is my job. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Again, to great? encourage That's you to watch the whole series, watch the last episode, episode six. Um, you'll get to see the dogs uh, seeing their puppy raisers at graduation. Um, and spoiler alert, Tulane gets very excited. Um, so it's great to have that relationship with the puppy raisers. But they do ultimately know that we're their handlers. So. And let me take this quick opportunity to shout out to everyone who's a puppy raiser. What you guys do is beyond amazing. Incredible. Incredible. Yes, agreed. Thanks, everyone in the, in the ACB virtual convention for attending. We love you guys. Great. Thanks, Claire. Thanks, Pam.